Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. And you're listening to Pop Health Week on the Blog Talk Radio and Affiliate Networks. This episode is brought to you by Health Innovation Media. Welcome, everyone. I'm Greg Masters, the producer and co-host of the show. And in the virtual studio today is my colleague, co-host, and co-founder at Pop Health Week, Mr. Fred Goldstein. Hey, Fred. Hey, Greg. It's a beautiful day here in sunny Florida. I hope you're experiencing the same on the left coast. Well, yeah, I'm in the left coast up here in Marin County at Mill Valley to be particular today. It's just a lovely day. So let's get right down to it. For those of you not familiar with my colleague, Fred, he's a veteran healthcare exec and the president of Accountable Health LLC, a Jacksonville, Florida based consulting firm. Fred sits on the editorial board of the Journal of Population Health Management and the advisory board of Care Innovations Validation Institute. He is also past chair and former board member of the Population Health Alliance. Fred is known on Twitter at FS Goldstein. My background includes thought leadership and strategy consulting for hospitals, health systems, and physician-led ventures. I publish and principally author aclwatch.com, healthinnovationmedia.com, and precisionmedicine.center. Please follow me on Twitter via at 2HealthGuru. And today we have a treat in store for you. Our special guest is Tibby Zohar, who's the president of a company called Dr. Globe, which we'll hear more about shortly. Tibby co-founded the company in January of 2014 with Yori Landau, the former leader of the Orbitz Worldwide Israeli R&D Center. The company is headquartered in my hometown, Oceanside, California, and it has R&D centers in Tel Aviv, Israel, and New Delhi, India. Tibby is an accomplished financial professional with over three decades of experience in corporate and employee benefits in two different countries. He served as corporate executive, agency owner, founder of Custom Financial Planning and Synergy Advisors, Million Dollar round table, three-time top of the table, and five-time court of the table accomplishments. We'll get some background on that, as well as TOT meeting speaker in Kauai and keynote address at the 2010 Insurance and Financial Annual Conference in Elat, Israel. Tibby earned his Master of Science in Financial Services from the Institute of Business and Finance in beautiful La Jolla, California, and among his community contributions are board member at Fresh Start Surgical Gifts, a board member at TEAM team with Stand With Us, Israeli advocacy organizations. He co-chaired Israel's At 60 San Diego, as well as co-founded and served as president of the San Diego Jewish Chamber of Commerce. And with that brief intro, Fred, over to you. Let's get to know what Tibby's up to at Dr. Globe. Well, thanks so much, Greg and Tibby. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I never meant for you guys to be, uh, you know, reading this whole thing through. I just. Uh, <laughs> well, we like for our audience to get a good feel for your background. So. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. 
We're glad you're with us. And, and yeah, before we get into Dr. Globe, maybe explain a little bit about the Million Dollar Roundtable and what that was and obviously how your financial background led you into this. Well, as uh, as you uh, stated, I, I've I've been in financial services most of my life since the age of nineteen and a half, actually, uh, back in Israel, um, and uh, you know, mostly in Israel, it was it was uh, life insurance, uh, but but that tied into a corporate type of life insurance and 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 employee benefits there as well. Uh, it was very. Um, very natural for me to actually do the same thing when I came here in 2001 to California. And uh, I, um, and, you know, the, the, the uh, uh, Million Dollar Roundtable is just, it's just uh, like the premier association of financial professionals internationally. And so uh, that was on my uh, bio. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a good, it's a good school for many years uh, for excellence in financial um, services. Um, yep. So uh, I, I, I got to California. I immigrated uh, after actually winning the visa lottery. There's a green card lottery. Most Americans don't know exist because they don't need it. Uh, but that's a real lottery run by the uh, State Department since 2000. I'm um, sorry, 1993, I think. Um, and the it's it's 50,000 uh, families around the world. And I we won. Uh, and so, you know, so that's the only lottery and significant one that I won in my lifetime. <laughs> well, fantastic. We're glad you're here. And yeah, me too. So how did you take that financial service thing and what made you turn to healthcare and trying to solve what's really an interesting problem we face in the healthcare system now? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Well, it's a combination. Number one, of course, uh, working at at, uh, at the uh, even pension side of of uh, employee benefit world, you get to know uh, you know very well the TPA world and 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 the uh, uh, and the benefit uh, of sort all sorts of benefit world, uh, and uh, somewhere in between the enactment and the implementation of the Affordable Care Act of around 2013, uh, I realized that the Affordable Care Act would may not make care more affordable, to say the least. And and I started noticing uh, that is that, that, that there are some abnormalities, uh, to say the least, in pricing healthcare uh, in this country of ours. Uh, uh, it's it's a quality care in general. Uh, most don't know because we take it you know we take for granted what we have here, but uh, but it's it's you know quality is 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 in abundance like everything else in America, but the the pricing is crazy and and I noticed uh, that you know unless we create a market a free market. Um, there's not going to be any any change uh, in in this situation, um, you know, because most of the users are not the payers. So why should it change? So when so, I yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, I noticed it. I decided to do something about it, and I said, "Well, we we need to." I, I always start from the emotion, <laughs> which is user experience. Just as as Steve Jobs said, start with the user experience and work back to the technology. And this is why Apple is what it is. Uh, if Steve Wozniak would have done it, I'm sure it's going to be would have looked different. Um, and so I teamed up with uh, with a good friend from Israel, my uh, my co-founder Yori from Orbits, um, and. Uh, you know, at the time Orbitz closed their center in Israel, they sold to Expedia, and that was my luck to gain such a wonderful technology wizard. Uh, and we we created an Orbitz or a kayak, uh, for that matter, um, uh, that just replaced the hotels with hospitals, and the rest is history. And so, 
Dr. Globe is a, is a software application for individuals to price hospital services, correct? Yes. Um, since we, uh, we decided to cater to self-funded employers, which, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I think, the most, uh, that's the painful point of, of, of uh, the, the most painful payers are there. Uh, and those employers uh, actually pay for 110 million Americans that are covered under those uh, self-funded plans. So there's enough there to go around. Um, we, we, uh, the, 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 the price point here is, is we needed to realize that the user, if the user is not the payer, then we need to replace the price with something that they care about because they don't care about the price if they're not the payer. So we replace the price, uh, in this, in this, in this methodology with what's in it for them and created, uh, not just a nice site and, and, and an easy interface to actually look for the right care, but also uh, we, we tied um, a benefit, uh, 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 kind of an incentive, an employee incentive program, a smart one to it. So we show what's in it for the uh, user, for the patient, for the participant, and, uh, and not just the price. So the employer, and obviously self-funded employers are really feeling the pain, and, and you know you hear it all over the country now, and self-funded is growing now. We're seeing you know companies as small as 50 people go to self-funding. So the employer would purchase this product for their employees to access it, and then you've created, as you said, a more friendly and usable interface, and then if an employee, say, is, needs to be hospitalized for a knee or a hip or back surgery or something else, they could use the app to find a hospital and there's some sort of an incentive built in for doing that? Correct. Um, so number one, uh, we we realized that in order to control the cost, we need to understand where it stems for. So who's responsible for the cost of inpatient surgery that we went for? Uh, and that's not the doctor. And so we do start with a hospital because we want to be able to control the cost. And the hospital is, you know, 85 to 95% of that cost. And so, yes, we try to find the hospital. And then to incentivize, um, you know, uh, uh, participants to actually engage and care about uh, where to go, we, number one, show a good ranking of the quality. Uh, which is the first thing that it's driven by and jumps at you when you look because it's color coded and it's it, you know very emotional. It looks very very easy to to uh, to rank by. And then secondly, um, whoever uh, selects any hospital on our platform, number one, no out of pocket, so it you know they're all free for them. Um, and number two, they would share a portion, which typically around five percent of whatever they saved. By sele- from average in their area uh, by selecting that hospital. So which so it'll show hospitals that are that are actually uh, either charging or got paid lower than average in every employee's area. And so the lower, the most low, the, the more low, the lower than average you are uh, when you select uh, the the bigger bonus you get. Um, obviously, keeping in mind the quality, which is there very prominently. So better care for less. And so two questions are going to get out of that one. The first one has to do with how are you how are you using or how are you determining quality? What's the metrics or that you're looking at for that? Yeah, that's a that's a very good question. Um, I will I will uh, uh, preempt by saying that one of the things that I found out, especially around healthcare in this country, uh, is that excellence is the biggest enemy of the good. 
okay? And, and, and I keep meeting, you know, many people that know a lot about, seem to know a lot about quality, but no one actually does anything about it and they can't sell any, any of that to anyone because no one understands, you know, what they're saying. And so we need to first rank by quality and, and we needed in order to rank initially, we needed something that's quantifiable and that's non-debatable. Uh, okay, about quality. And it can't be all those factors that everybody's talking about, like, you know, uh, 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 long uh, hospitalization or, or complications or all those different factors cannot really be ranked uh, or, or quantified. And we found that no one agrees which one is which. And so the one thing that we found about hospitals to be very highly correlated to quality is how many did they do of this procedure last year? or the year before, or the three year before. And so volume of how much you do as a hospital, actually we found to be correlated in the 90th percentile um, to how good you are and all those other, you know, different factors. Um, you draw more, more, when you do more, you have more, obviously more doctors to choose from. You have more of a, of a, of, of, uh, of, uh, of a choice uh, and options. Then of course, if you do, if you're hospital for, for special surgery in New York and you do, you know, 50,000 knee replacements or whatever it is a year, obviously you will buy, you'll buy your robot, you know, for $2 million for that purpose. And if you just do 50 or a hundred, you won't. Uh, so we found that volume is the first step of understanding and showing or portraying you know where you would like to go and i would like myself to go or do anything with someone that did more um and so that that is how uh we initially rank then we have uh on every card of every hospital we have a link that is named uh um um that is named ratings. And when you click on ratings, uh, it will take you to US News and World Report. Uh, and US, and we, we picked that one, that program, because that program is the only one we found that ranks and rates by specialty and procedure, not by hospital, which is really uh, important to do. And so it opens, you know, another tab and you can look into those factors we discussed. We can look within the, any procedure card uh, and, and, and then you can, you know, beat yourself to death because there is no hospital that is perfect. And so out of the six or five factors we're talking about, none of them or very few of them around the country are all best. And so it's very hard to pick this way. And, so, so the the first part you've now solved, you know, a, a methodology that you could stand on for quality. Um, mm -hmm. How did you determine price or cost, and and give that to the the uh, consumer or the person looking for their surgical procedure? Yeah. So, so our foundation, our 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 basement is is based on public um, uh, big data uh, of past claims, and the biggest past claims data public is of course CMS. Um, you know, we have like half a million, you know, knee and hip replacements, for instance, around the country, and we know the charge for them. Uh, and I know, of course, that everybody knows that the charge or the bill is not was actually paid. That's of course true because there are networks and negotiations upon negotiations uh, with everyone. And that's big secret. But 
When you go above and below average, when we stress tested it and we actually compared through one of the bigger TPAs, we got some, you know, some big carrier past reimbursement data. We compared around the country. We found over 85% of the time that there was a full correlation between who's above and below average before and after the discount. Uh, and so we were able 87% uh, of the time to be correct who's above and below average. It's not exact. Remember, we go for a relative price here. We're trying to lower the average rather than forecast exactly what the price would be, which is impossible. So that is just the basement. That's that's the, 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 the foundation. Now, depending on which client we work with, the company we work with through their TPA, through their bokers can actually provide us, number one, who's in network, which we can look within network. So now, no problem. You'll play in network anyway. Uh, so 80% uh, is great, even, even if, if without any different pricing. But then we, can, we may get past claims data, uh, reimbursement data, like we got from that TPA. Mm -hmm. If we get big enough data that actually shows reimbursement or pay rather than charge, then we can plug that in and then we go above and below average on reimbursement, not on charge, which would be in the 90th percentile, uh, you know, accurate in stating who's above or below average. Uh, we don't show price, remember, to the to the user. And so we have less of a problem with that. We only show what's in it for them. So we show no out-of-pocket. We show what the bonus would be for them uh, below average savings uh, when they do that. So, so it makes it easier uh, when you don't show a price to actually walk through the above and below relative price. Right. You're, and, and your focus, as I understand it, has been to really make this a consumer approach in terms of what they see and how it works. Exactly, exactly. I, we, again, our, our, we, we need to, to, to strive for excellence, no question. But trying to be perfect and not moving, it's like, it's like many, many would like to build in a price line for healthcare and they haven't because there was no price. And so everyone assumed you can't build a price line without a price. Well, you actually can if you don't show a price and if you go with a relative price instead of an, an exact price, okay? And, and that's what we figured out that we can and, do. And let's talk a little bit about, you know, the employer who's going to purchase this um, for their employees. You talked about a couple different options. You can do it without their network and claims data, with their network and claims data. How, how, what's an implementation? What would that be like to implement? And, and is, are there any benefit changes? I guess they need to rewrite a little bit of their benefit plan to allow for payments back to the employee for the savings, shared savings piece. Um, not necessarily. It's it's always in, in the interpretation of of whoever is the legal you know mm -hmm. factor or the compliance factor at every place. Uh, I've got different answers on this one from actual you know legal people. Um, I think the the perfect situation is when we surf everything without actually being written into anything. So then we're not we're not uh, you know damned by all those uh, restrictions and we're not qualified, non-qualified, you know, and we don't get in the in the way of anything. Our perfect situation is is we are the best search engine for the best care for less. That's number one. Now, if 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 someone has a network with anyone, uh, PPO, HMO, whichever network they have, obviously it makes sense to look within that network. So the number one thing that you know we would ask for, and I think makes sense, is to get a list of participating providers. 
providers in the network. That shouldn't be a secret because you can't run a plan without knowing who's a network. And so then we'll look within network. Now, we may be able to add something like Maryland, for instance, um, because of, you know, the situation where Maryland is kind of a reference by, you know, price state. And so it's so low in pricing, you may say, okay, I want Maryland to be counted, okay, if it's not far, or if someone wants to go to Johns Hopkins, you know, let them let them go, it doesn't matter if they're out of network, because they're very low priced. That may be the case, and we can we can serve that and do that. But basically, we will look within network. Um, the, yeah, of course, if we can get, uh, if we can get uh, uh, reimbursement price uh, uh, past claims, of course, we will be even more punctual on who's above and below. Now, on, in the world of reference-based price, when there are no networks, there we are perfect in a sense, but we play a different role there because we now can actually save whoever runs the plan uh, a lot of time and money, uh, legal fees, um, uh, balance bills, and aggravation. Because what we do by showing only who's below average in the country, uh, in their area, we immediately actually, you know, limit to two, three hundred percent above Medicare rather than three thousand to negotiate afterwards. So, so we don't actually save on the healthcare cost here, they do that, but they we save on their cost, on, on, on the management cost of those plans. And so, and, and, and usually we can also be incorporated with the pre-certification team, which, you know, at the point of contact can actually convert and make sure that, you know, they all go to the right places with the best care for less. Got it. And when you're, when, when an employer goes to uh, look at Dr. Globe, how do you get paid out of that scenario? We charge $1 per employee per month um, on the front side. Um, and then on the back end, uh, we completed with our own little bonus, just like the employee gets, uh, of 5% of whatever we saved below average. So the more below average that we actually we're able to to initiate here uh the better everybody is off um and, and below average price obviously above average care i keep saying that because in healthcare no one would put it aside i always i'm i'm putting care above everything and when you run our system you will notice how that actually trumps everything the the the, the algorithm would definitely go for 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 quality first and and then and then actually distant second and only last comes the price but it's still below average and so it's not going to be necessarily topped by the lowest price hospital for sure um unless it's the best and in many cases by the way it is you know mm -hmm. like you know the other day we're looking at indiana okay indianapolis and uh, there's ortho indy which you know just does it's just like hogue here in 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 irvine this is what they do for a living uh, you know they would look for a for a hip or a replacement that's what they do only um they did just medicare a thousand last year of those that's a lot um, and they're the lowest price in the area, which is amazing. Right. They've gotten good at it. They've got they've, the volume and they can, they can do it on price too. So that's, yeah, they're fantastic. that's fantastic. They're efficient. Yeah. And you, you mentioned briefly, and I think this is important because one of the issues I've seen with a lot of products that are like this, or even things like telemedicine, et cetera, is they get pushed out to employees, but the uptake is not really high. 
but you're able to integrate your product, like you said, with pre-auth. And a lot of people either have to get pre-auth or call in or something with they get a surgery scheduled for a knee or a hip. And you can link there, which should increase the utilization of services, I would assume. Correct. Correct. We uh, we we market on both sides. We we operate uh, on both sides. On the side of the user and patient participant, obviously, which we did perfect uh, in every way. And that mm -hmm. means even you know, since we have the list of employees and we have their you know their names, they have we have their their uh, their uh, their information. We can actually go through uh, all the. 21st century means through uh, uh, Facebook and, and other places that, you know, uh, we have a, a special agency that does that. And we can we can market very well through those things which haven't been done much by healthcare. But then even more importantly, this, this uh, proactive approach is what actually makes the difference. The proactive approach where actually at the point of contact, we're talking about high ticket surgery here. It has to be pre-certified. When they call in or the doctor calls in even, we get an alert that something through the company sometimes, through through the the through the pay, uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, employer, but we get an alert upfront. It's it, now we have the time to pre-proactive call the participant, say hi, madam, Mister. You remember you have Doctor Globe. They usually just don't remember. They just mm -hmm. go by whatever they have. They're in pain, uh, or or whatever. And so once we remind them that they may get this for free instead of the six thousand out of pocket that you know they're liable right now, um, and plus they may get a, a cash bonus if they pick the best hospital for you know that is on the program, then most of the time they'd say, okay, let's look at it. And and from you know one thing to another, we may find a hospital that their doctor is in, <laughs> which is you know something that we often do, or mm -hmm. if we can't. Find the doctor we found the best hospital will suggest let's look for you know statistics for your doctor and other doctors at this hospital many times we would find someone that's better and it, they definitely look better uh, in terms of of course not the looks but they did many more or they're more years mm -hmm. in the business and so we actually uh, educate them educate them the next time they know where to look and how to look by themselves how to look for the right way for the doctor not just not just because it's, he's a mile away from home or because my friend said it said it was good or or anything else that you know usually you know are the parameters these days mm -hmm. uh, so we serve as educational. This boosts participation a lot because once you start being proactive, and one thing that helps us is there is no real relationship, long-term relationship with a surgeon. If, if it's the PCP, it's harder. But for a surgeon, a surgeon is very transactional. It's, you know, it's, it's singular. And, and a surgery is so sensitive that people would sometimes change until the very last minute. If something comes in new in terms of quality or anything else, they may actually reconsider. Interesting. So, yeah. And given that self-insured groups, I mean, as you said, there are so many self-insured companies and it's going to smaller and smaller companies choosing that as an option. Is there a, a certain size you have or a, uh, that you have to have above X number of employees to put the product in? I think uh, the best the best uh, the best segment would be a thousand to twenty five hundred you know maybe five thousand employees. Uh, the the minimum of of one thousand is only because we deal with inpatient surgery. Um, how many of those do you get in a group of two hundred? 
we do you know want to be worth our pay in a sense um if there's not much uh it's not going to work well and uh so anywhere we, we may go down to 500 that's fine but again uh it, it's just a matter of how many uh we can serve here that you know, how how much of a dent we can make um so a thousand twenty five hundred also the size of groups uh, are in big pain but they don't have the resources that you know Walmart and Lowe's and and, and General Mills and sort of sorts have to actually have centers of excellence programs and other things that they do. These guys are really subject to all the pain without much remedy. And we can. And another very important thing is we can be integrated within 48 hours of of when we get the. Uh, data that we need the, the the information about the employees and the plans wow so, so yeah so this we're fast. Quick. and you could yeah. go in either on cycle with the benefit year or you could come in mid-year off cycle too correct I, I can come in anytime any day there's nothing we we don't we're, we're not we're not a part of the plan in that sense uh every incentive here including the out-of-pocket would be a reimbursement uh, of expenses rather than than a waiver so you know once we approve uh, confirm that uh, you know the procedure was done uh, and there's a bonus due it will just go into uh, the next paycheck it'll be taxable uh, to the employee be deductible yeah. to the employer uh, keep it simple uh, when the EOB comes yeah. in and there in and the employee pays the out-of-pocket they'll get reimbursed the next paycheck we try not to go into uh, waivers and stuff so we don't disrupt yeah uh, well anything. that's fantastic Tibby. uh i really appreciate you coming on discussing dr globe and uh, we'll have to get you back on and see how you're doing in the future with that i'll turn it back to you greg thank you thank you thank you very much excellent guys excellent very timely considering the fact that um, once upon a time these uh, high high deductible health plans were sort of niche little instruments in the health insurance market they seem to be now the predominant go-to plan for too many of us. So if you're shopping, check out Dr. Globe. So that'll have to be the last word for today's broadcast. I want to thank our guest, Tibby Zohar, for his time and insights today. Do follow Tibby's work on the web via www.drglobe.com and on Twitter by at Dr. Globe. So until we meet again on Pop Health Week, for Fred Goldstein, this is Greg Masters saying bye now.